Hello and welcome to the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission otherwise known as Scottcast. I am here with my good friend, the fan favorite, Ian Dixon. Hello again. That's right. Everyone gets excited. Everyone floods the Twitter account with messages of endearment when they know that Ian Dixon is going to be a part of a podcast. It's very excellent. Have you noticed anything different about me? I noticed that you are looking a little robotic. A little robotic, huh? That's right. It's a callback. And here's the deal. I'm a podcasting robot. I've been dropping pods like it's like I'm like I'm a machine. It's like an, an Easter Bunny robot, kind of dropping pods. A little bit. If eggs are pods, I don't know. They're kind of no. They're not. No way. They're they're no way pods. Aren't they? A pod is a digital file shared on an RSS stream that is spread across the internet for enjoyment. Well, pod people are like grown in eggs, sort of. It's a different kind of pod. That's what I'm saying. I'm except, a machine. Except my puns. <laughs> I'm a machine. There's only one definition <laughs> of pod. You can't just throw it. You have to do pod and then put it like an asterisk next to it. That tells me that you're talking in puns. I can't handle puns. I'm a robot. We have a broadcasting goal of reaching 100 episodes in the year 2018. We're running behind. We're, it's March and we're only at 12. Yeah, you got some work to do. No, it's April and we're only at 12. Well, it's April in two days, yeah. Yeah, so we got to get potting. So I'm going to be dropping like four or five pods a week. I'm going to be interviewing everybody. I'm going to be interviewing my cat. <laughs> Every Friday, we're going to have fan favorite Ian Dixon. People tune in from all over the world just to see Ian Dixon pod. I've managed to pull people from Georgia somehow, but you've managed to pull people all the way from Bangladesh. This is true. Yeah, it's not even a joke. I thought it was just spam people on the stats for SoundCloud. I didn't realize it was a... An actual person. And not e- they're not even tuning in for me. They're tuning in for Ian Dixon. I believe this this fellow actually stopped me once in a bar when he was listening to an older Scott cast. I think when episode one first came out. Which episode one? <laughs> the, the one that is currently episode one in this okay. lineage. The one that... Uh, the Littlest Death. The Littlest Death is what the pod is called. That's right. And uh, he told me that it was the most he's ever heard you talk. I can believe that. Yeah, I feel like that's a strength about Scott Cast. We can, we we can we bring we bring the value out of everybody, including people who will who won't even tell their wife things. We were out to dinner <laughs> <laughs> last night, me, you, and Bronwyn. Yeah. And I mentioned something that you talked about on the pod. One of your death experiences, and she was like, "What? <laughs> you never told me about that." I did. I just i <laughs> I withheld some details because I didn't want to worry her. Right, right. This is the kind of value you should expect from Scott Cass. You're getting the inside scoop. Who's going to be next? Possibly John Goodman. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Possibly. It's happened. You know. Big Scott Cast news, though. We've been riding on our on, on your good morale. Yeah. We've been riding on your coattails all the way to sponsorship. That means you owe me money, right? No. 
No agreement has ever been made. Well, I actually owe you Ganesh sticks, don't I? Yeah, you still owe me Ganesh sticks. So as far as I'm concerned, uh, any any divvying up of profits <laughs> for Scott Casts is going to be null and void until a we get over our operating costs, mm. which are substantial. I mean, look how gorgeous this podcast is. It even sounds better. Sounds even better, except for the fact that it's me talking. <laughs> Well, we got rid of that buzz, right? <laughs> I think, yes. Chicken. Yep, no buzz. Yeah. I don't hear any buzz. I hear Ian, I hear me, I don't hear buzz, so that's good. So, yeah, now it's, it sounds and looks great. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it has us as content, which is good at times. But that's not why we're sponsored. We're sponsored because we bring the raw, the real, and the esoteric. And what is more raw, what is more real, and what is more esoteric than enjoying your favorite books in audio format on a monthly basis? That's right. AudibleTrial.com forward slash ScottCast. Sign on to that. Put your email in and all that. Get, Get a free book, free trial for 30 days. We get supported. What are you waiting for? You can cancel any time. Isn't that interesting? That's pretty amazing. Isn't that, doesn't that like, what, are you going to go download Audible and purchase books? I think I might. I think you should. I've, I, I actually have been an actual Audible customer for like a year now. Hmm. I have a huge library of Audible books that doesn't even fit on my phone. I have to selectively download them. But I like it. They got celebrities reading The Hobbit and stuff. Ian McKellen read The Odyssey. Why not? I'd listen to Ian McKellen talk about The Odyssey. He's not talking about it. He's straight up reading, reading the entire thing. It's like 13 hours of Ian McKellen. Just pure Ian McKellen. If you're an Ian McKellen fan, get on that. Audible.com forward slash... No, that's not it. <laughs> AudibleTrial.com forward slash ScottCast. You just fucked the whole thing. <laughs> I don't expect to get anything from that anyway. <laughs> we have a... Audible just kind of gives away these sponsorships. <laughs> they, they they don't pay out by the viewer. They pay out by the actual person who takes the trial. So if you really do want to support ScottCast, please actually do that. If you haven't tried Audible yet, give it a shot. You'll support ScottCast for up to a month of operating... And if you do another one, Ian might even get paid for his efforts. Maybe. We haven't written anything out. <laughs> so, you're the fan favorite of a sponsored podcast. How does that make you feel? Doesn't that make you feel good inside? Every Friday, you're pretty much a celebrity. It's, it's pretty exciting. I, uh... Isn't it validating? Although I don't really like to be the center of attention generally. Well, you're famous now. You're, you don't get a choice. Do people flock you in public? <laughs> Are you surrounded? Can you, can you get around? Can you, can you do your normal job? I can't. I can't even leave my house. You know what time it is, though? What time is it? It's time for the Scott Cast email bag. Oh, yeah. This first email comes from the winner of the Scott Cast custom t-shirt contest. Master Charles. Master Charles. Master Charles writes in, 
Why does Swedish fish manufacture anything but the red fish? Why do they make any other colors? It's just a waste of money. That's a great question, Master Charles. I believe they manufacture these other colors because it's a waste of money. Sometimes you need a tax write-off. In a sense, I, it's actually news to me that they had any color but red. I've actually never eaten Swedish fish. Really? Yeah. I don't know what they are. Like, I, well, I know it. I know they're like gummy fish, but like, what's so special about them? Is it like? Does it taste like a gummy bear? Is it sour? It's like a gummy bear. Yeah, it's not sour. It's just gummy bear. Yeah. What's so? Why do they? What's so special about them? Why do people buy Swedish fish? They're Swedish. Are they? That's it? Is this just like a thing you get at Ikea? Can you get it anywhere else? Yeah, you can get them at anywhere, really. Why? Why not? They're Swedish, they're fish, they're delicious gummies. Is it like, what's red flavored like? It's like, tastes like red. Like, you know how, this is not a good analogy. <laughs> like, you know how blood tastes fresh from a corpse? <laughs> It's not medicinal, but you know how, like, NyQuil just tastes like green? No. Yeah. No, I don't. It doesn't taste like anything you've ever had, but it makes sense that it's green. Scott Kist, news break. I heard in California they're labeling every coffee beverage sold mm -hmm. as potentially cancer-causing. Really? They're labeling every coffee product. So, like, imagine a Starbucks cup, but with the smokers, Surgeon General's warning. They could do that with anything, though. It's freaky. Right? Because, like, it's, cause it's not a big... It, it was reading, and the, the FDA hasn't really considered it carcinogenic, but apparently it's got... I, I don't know the science. I don't know the science, guys. Just look it up. And I bet when you look it up and you look at those news articles, they don't know the science either. Nobody knows the science. We're just talking. And some judge decided it was gonna. They needed to put a cancer label on. What's this? What's this? Do you think this judge has a problem with coffee? Like, do you think coffee made his wife leave him or something? I don't know. I would look into his. Uh, I bet his wife his left him for a barista. To make sure there's not like a some other financial. Uh, like he's got stock in Red Bull. Maybe. <laughs> But yeah, like I said, they could do that with anything. Like, uh, you know how they have those like warning labels on medications you get. And I used to work in a pharmacy. I don't know if you know that. No, I didn't. Yeah, I used to be a pharmacy tech. But they they get the the warning labels for the different medications, and one of them, I don't remember what kind of medication does this, but there's some that like may discolor your your waist. So it's like this product may cause discoloration so you had like a roll of stickers we did for like this may discolor I your pee I roll. loved those stickers <laughs> did you like ever like take like a roll like like a like a length just for yourself for like putting on restroom doors or something I'm not gonna admit to that in public but but I'm saying yeah where would hypothetically if you were to place a sticker like that kind of information what yeah. what kind of sticker would you place and where I would take may, may cause discoloration of urine and feces. Okay. I would go to every supermarket and put it in on the beets in the that, produce section. That's actually great because that's so legit. Like, how am I going to get in trouble for that? Like, I I, I love those little naked juices, right? Mm -hmm. They taste so fresh, and um, 
I tried the beet one once, and I never knew about the thing with the beets. And you just shit purple, and I was like, oh, I'm dying. I thought I was dying. (laughs) (laughs) I was genuinely concerned. I was, I was sending texts to my, I was sending texts to my loved ones, being like, just know that no matter what happens, I cared for you, and I'm sorry (laughs) about that one time. (laughs) That's a heroic prank, if I've ever heard one. It's like, you're doing, it's vigilante style. If I were to know somebody who had some, (laughs) I would like a few. (laughs) Maybe one. (laughs) Maybe two. Put it on my computer or something. I have at least one. It's, I, I used it to, I was trying to be like a punk rocker or Mm. something. And I put a bunch of stickers on, like, the first guitar I ever had, which is, like, this crappy Squire. Yeah. And my 12th fret marker is may cause discoloration of urine and feces. That is some hard rock. (laughs) (laughs) thought it was pretty punk rock. It's great. How long were you a pharmacy tech? Uh, Don't you need, like, special something for that? You think so? (laughs) That was my first job. My mom was a pharmacist, so I I had an in. Um. And uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to make actual money doing that, then you need to. There's like a state test you gotta take and all that to get mm. certified. But technically, you can do it. Which bottles do you put the may cause discoloration of urine and feces stickers on? I can't. I can't recall. Easy. So you can you can answer that question because you were just like all of them. <laughs> you will be an underling. Just do what people tell you. Take the money and ring up the toothbrush. So what got you out of it? Did you did you just have to go to? A, did you, is that what? Is, did you just do the therapy thing? Not the therapy. Did you just do the pharmacy tech thing right up to the therapy thing? Um, no, that was like. That was my first job. I was in high school and left for college and didn't have the opportunity to continue that. Didn't really want to. Right. I mean, it was a job. It was fine. It was a good job for for a teenager. It sounds like a great job for a teenager. When I was a teenager, I was just a stock boy at Office Depot. No, I wasn't. No, wait. Yes, I was. Was that teens? I think that was teens. Yeah. Early. Yeah, I couldn't drink then. So, yes. <laughs> it's rough. Yeah, I Keep took a. When I went to college, I took a step down and went to food service. Worked at Jimmy John's for a while. That was a nightmare. But the Jimmy John's, the store I worked at, is featured in the first ten minutes or so of uh, Batman vs Superman. What? Yeah, is that true? That car chase downtown. Uh-huh. It's like you can see it. In the movie. We'll have to point that out. Yeah. I liked Batman for Superman, but only in the sense that I was like, oh, well, let's just watch. I like Batfleck. I like the idea of Bat- Ben Affleck being Batman. Yeah. I was pro-Batfleck when everyone was against Batfleck. Well, except for Kevin Smith, which might explain why I was pro-Batfleck. <laughs> I don't have anything against Batfleck. I just, I thought the movie was kind of... Martha! Yeah. Why did you say that name? <laughs> it was my mom's name. So, did that answer your question, Charlie? About the sweetest fish? You opened up a rabbit hole, sir. Is that, is but that... congratulations on your t-shirt. 
Yeah, that's right. We're gonna put. We're we're making. We're designing a T-shirt now. We're debating how many nipples to put on it. So, I've got a couple more emails. You did. That's right. This one just came in, fresh off the presses. Fresh. This this person. It's a long text. It looks like they need a lot of help. Dear Scott Cast, I've been on OkCupid for about three unsuccessful, humiliating years now. Oh dear. That's too long. I've been nothing but honest about my quirky habits, geeky hobbies, and rather vaguely anemic appearance. For whatever reason, it hasn't been a hit with the ladies. Although it would be a stretch in morality, I'm considering putting on a hypersexualized bad boy facade. I hear this is what attracts women. Mm -hmm. Is this wrong to do? And if not, have you got any tips on how to portray my new image? I consider you the baddest of the bad. Who is he speaking to? (laughs) I think it's Ian. <laughs> Sincerely geeky to freaky. Okay, so this person's not a this, this this person sounds like a like a total dweeb. Yeah. You know, especially if they're appealing to one of us. <laughs> <laughs> so not the the best sources to go to for lady advice. No. No. No, I, I, ho- I host a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Let us think about this for a little bit. And while we think about that, we're going to come, we're going to circle back to it. But first, we're going to tackle the second case of the Ann Arbor apartment. I've got, I've got this, I've got the talk show stylings of a young Johnny Carson, <laughs> about three years old. I'm trying to be... That's Ed McMahon. Ed McMahon. Okay. That's bad. It was all right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Freaky Too Geeky. Don't don't change that dial. We're ruminating or incubating our answer. But here's something that we can just kind of spout off on immediately. I'm apartment hunting, but I can't find one that's equally close to downtown and campus is aesthetically pleasing, reasonably priced, and that will also accommodate music gear. I need a space that really inspires me, but is also functional and convenient. Signed, Lover in Ann Arbor. Mm-hmm. First thing is you need to get out of Ann Arbor. That is the most annoying city in the entire world. That's your first mistake. I would live in any city in the world other than Ann Arbor. Agreed. I would live in Fallujah. <laughs> I don't know if I go that way. <laughs> I, was, I was telling Scott I wore my uh, my U of M shirt today because I'm supporting our basketball team in the Final Four sports cast. And uh, I am an alumni, but Ann Arbor is a terrible town. I would never live there. I commuted during my uh, my time as a student, and uh, it wasn't that bad. I mean, it was like an hour commute, but... I would much rather live in the, the metro Detroit area than the uh, Ann Arbor area. And if you're looking for like all that convenience and the space and all that and affordability, you're in the wrong spot. Yeah, you sound like one of those yuppies in those in those home movie that those home shows on TLC or something like that. They're <laughs> like, I want to live on the coast and in the desert, and I want it to be cheap. <laughs> <laughs> They show my house. This is perfect. How much? Oh, 2.3 million. That's a bit over budget. (laughs) But I'll do it because it's TV. 
That's what you sound like. So our advice is to get out of Ann Arbor. If you go to school there, which you, what you do, stop going to school there. <laughs> you've, you've got enough education. You're as old as I am. I've been out of school for seven years, and I've been enrolled in the school of life this entire time. And let me tell you, that is the curriculum you need to be going on. How do you learn about things like podcasting if you don't quit school? Right. I'm gonna say move to Hamtramck. I think I think that's exactly where he should be. It's affordable. It's affordable. There's uh, space. There's space. I have a podcast studio in my place. Yeah. Music is not a problem. That's right. Everybody's loud as hell. Everyone plays music. You're close to downtown. Downtown Detroit, which is better than downtown Ann Arbor. Way better. Cheaper parking, if you can believe it. Ann Arbor's not that far. 40 it, minutes. It's a jaunt. 30, depending on traffic. And what you should do is just move to Hamtramck and for your rides to Ann Arbor, subscribe to... They actually, I don't know if it's still a thing, but they had a shuttle from like between mid Midtown and downtown to well, Ann Arbor. Well, if you drive, if you take a shuttle, if you take a train take a plane no matter what you take as long as you subscribe to audible using audibletrial.com forward slash scottcast you'll have hours and hours of entertainment every month and you'll be learning and you'll be laughing and you'll be crying on your way everywhere that's what you should do is you should move to hamtramck and subscribe to audible.com using our code audibletrial.com forward slash scottcast all right freaky to geeky I've, i've ruminated enough on what you need to do so you've got the answer. I have the answer. I have exactly what this person... Here's your problem, Freaky to Geeky. You need to get off of OkCupid. You need to stop thinking about dating. You're done dating. You're not going to have a girl. You're not going to have a partner in life. You are solo in life. And that is an excellent thing. That is freedom, my friend. That is not needing con- to conform to some woman's conceptual identity of some sort of god if you decide to become some sort of bad boy now that's the least bad boy you could possibly be that's that's nice boy wearing a leather jacket that's all that is because a real bad boy like scott like ian does stupid things that are designed to just totally why do you say Repel the opposite sex, like podcast. <laughs> and that is the only true freedom. And then if a lady should come up to you and say, you know what, I dig your voice. I think you pod so smooth, Scott. You're Ian. Not Ian, Ian's taken. Don't go up to Ian. <laughs> <laughs> that is the only time you'll know. OkCupid okay, can't provide any of this. All OkCupid okay, can provide is a website address that points out how thirsty you are. And that is the Scott Cast take. You're welcome, Freaky to Geeky. That might have been what worked for me as I, I presented the appearance of not caring. Yeah, I just threw it all out of the window. Maybe at the time I didn't care so yeah. much. I was just kind of wanting to meet people. I wasn't putting any pressure on it. Just shooting pool in some back alley bar. But uh, I was just being me. I, I think maybe part of what's his name's issue is being a little too upfront and maybe presenting the appearance of being kind of anxious about it. Okay. 
Okay, that so actually sounds like good advice. It's not as much like throwing out the bad boy persona and being a dick, but maybe just being comfortable with you. Just be you. Comfortable in your own skin. That's kind of what worked for me. I kind of um, passively was maybe a little bit hypersexualized, but not really. Um, just my screen name. <laughs> what was your screen? I'm not going to pronounce it on air. Can I read it? But it was a it was a Frank Zappa song. Okay. So it was it was like a nerdy thing. It was a Zappa reference. But I'm gonna play you just the snippet of the song here. So there you go. That's how you do it. <laughs> just be relaxed. Be passive. Hypersexualized asshole. Passive, comfortable in your own skin, but totally mention if you have a huge package. <laughs> It'll only do good things for you. Ah, oh, we're gonna get our listeners laid. <laughs> I hope my mom doesn't listen to this. <laughs> oh, which reminds me, I I'm sorry, mom. <laughs> I needed to just record, I'm sorry, Mom, and insert that every five minutes or so in Scott Cast. Good call. We'll be good. I think I think a lot of a lot of the esoteric talk actually caused her to start tuning out. Okay. Because she was saying, a lot of it goes over my head. So which okay. So we'll start every episode with something esoteric and then we'll get into the raunchy stuff later. There you go. That's right. So you'll only stay if you're the kind of person who's open minded enough to know when something, uh, I don't know, it's, it's a recipe for success. Tune into the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scottcast, every day. And you know how you do that? You know how you make sure you tune into every Scottcast available and you never miss an ounce of entertainment and you get exclusive entertainment sent to you personally by me? You know how to do that? Uh, you gotta sign up for something. You gotta sign up for the Scottcast Legion. Are you in the Scottcast Legion? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> if Ian's in it, then it must be cool. Scottcast Legion, just go to scottcast.us because scottcast.com was taken. Enter your email into the field. Press subscribe until you get to a thank you page that says, uh, I'm not going to sell your email to Viagra companies because I will not. I stand by that. You will not get Viagra emails if you sign up for the Scottcast Legion. And you will get updates once a week with all the Scott Cast content that was released. Start, so join Scott Cast Legion and be a real fan. I'm considering. I'm considering if we get nobody joining a Scott Cast Legion, but like five people, I'm just going to send everyone a T-shirt. Cool. So sign up. More free T-shirts. Yeah. So just sign up. It's, t-shirts are fun to produce and send out. So I don't. I don't mind it. I like to give t-shirts away. If someone's going to actually listen to ScottCast for and then on the 12th episode, and this is, what, seven, eight hours of entertainment straight? If someone's going to listen to me talk for eight hours straight, I'll send you a freaking t-shirt that says you did that. <laughs> It'll be something that you'll be like, ah, I don't know if I want to sleep in it or just show it off to my friend. It'll be the fashion statement of the year, your ScottCast t-shirt. Do Canadians have different size t-shirts? Europeans do. No, because Europeans do, but not Canadians. Because I, we need to start tailoring our show to Canadians. You know why? Why is that? 
because a quarter of Canadians, a full quarter, 25% have completely ditched TV, cable, etc. in favor of online streaming services. Which means ScottCast is a viable option for 25% of Canadian viewers. So now we have to be exceptionally, exceptionally palpable for Canadians. We hey. should have used that uh, the Tim Hortons mug we got you. Hey? Yeah, we should have. <laughs> now that I think about it, thank you for bringing it up about 45 minutes into recording. You gotta prep me for this shit. I do gotta prep. I gotta get better at prepping. If you ever, if you ever feel like Scottcast is very loosely held together and not well planned at all, it's because I run it. <laughs> don't don't put this on the hosts or the guests. It's not their fault. Everything that goes wrong with Scottcast is my fault. That's why it's my name on the board. It's Scott's fault. Cast. We could long. just blame Dave. Or we could blame David. He's coming on tomorrow. I'm very excited about having him on and answering for all his sins. What kind of sins should we make him answer for? He bored the audience. Uh, yeah, I guess he's... Nobody remembers his name. Everyone agrees with me that he's the lesser host. Yeah. Lesser co-host. Yeah, there's not been a single word of support for David. Yeah. You know, which is sad because David shared his Scott cast with everybody. I will admit... Uh, because I'm about integrity, unlike David. <laughs> that I I misspoke when I when I called him out about Kodama versus Kurama. Who cares, which right? He rolled that R and it sounded like a D. Kurama. Why did you gotta roll that R, David? Why'd you gotta roll the R? You're just you just uh... That's still on you. You maybe knew what you were talking about, but you you made it sound dumb. <laughs> I can't blame you for that, <laughs> but he can. <laughs> so I'm excited to have David on. He wants to talk about um, he wants to talk about the possibility. He keeps bringing up these very heady topics. He he's we were texting back and forth, and he was texting me. I want to bring up cyborgs. I want to bring up the possibility of. Uh, people replacing their organs with mechanical parts and stuff like that okay. i don't know what to say about that other than like wouldn't it be cool if you had a had springs in your feet or something like that or in your belly that <laughs> you can store things in i don't know like a kangaroo a kangaroo pouch wouldn't that be great it'd be great for women who complain about no pockets in their dresses if you just had a pocket built into your body i guess yeah like a cell phone pocket Put your cell phone in it, and it and, and your text load into your brain, and you can reply there. So you can, so I, I could be Scott casting and texting at the same. I don't know if I want to be multitasking that much. I feel like nature provides us with what we need, and you just got to go with that. Nature provides us with what we need. What is this communist crap you keep spouting? Don't you want advancement? Don't you want the world? To, who do you think the next great species is going to be? Humans or? Homo technicus. Homo technicus. <laughs> homo sapiens, that's us. Or homo technicus. That's... So we're going to crossbreed with cyborgs. I don't want to say breed. <laughs> this isn't okay, Cupid. It's not like that. It's not like Freaky Geeky rode in and was like, I don't know mm -hmm. how to get my computer to love me. 
Yeah. Kind of, actually. Because they're talking about online dating. It's kind of like trying to get your computer to love you. You're trying to get your computer to spit out messages of acceptance from the, from the world of strangers that you don't know. I feel like there's a bad B-movie about that. About online dating? About, like, loving your computer? Yeah, well, there's a bad A movie about that. <laughs> uh, that one, oh, yeah, that Walking Meat Phoenix movie yeah, where yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Scarlett Johansson is his Cortana. I feel like the the B movie may be better than the A movie, actually. It probably is. Walking Phoenix had a mustache. When I shaved my beard to become a robot, I left a mustache on for like 10 minutes just to see what it's like. I kind of got a Burt Reynolds thing going, but I'm too skinny. So I just look like... I just look like a bad science teacher. A science teacher who's been bored for too long. <laughs> look like you want to <laughs> That might get edited out. <laughs> so, like, we're at 45 minutes, and I feel like we've exhausted our topics for the, for the thing. Yeah. For, for Scott Cast this, this episode. I mean, it might be that I'm potting too much. Do you think I'm saturating my market with Scott Cast? I'm... Recording three podcasts this weekend. Uh, that's kind of a lot. Yeah, but, but I mean, if you're gonna get to hundred, you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do. That's what I'm thinking. I how are you gonna uh, keep up with with the need for content there though? I think a good idea for me is to it's 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 all about living a strenuous life. You know, it's all about living a life that is challenging. You get up in the morning and you have a huge list of activities that you're going to attack and tackle and you're going to take pictures of it and put a filter on it and put it on instagram and make yourself look really cool hmm. that is what life is about and so what i'm thinking about doing for the sake of scott cast and for the sake of social media is going out a little bit more often to events such as the space dive space dive is this very fancy star wars party where everyone's required to dress up as some sort of star wars character like, like you could be your own character. You don't have to be like Obi-Wan or something. But you have to dress up like a Star Wars universe person. Yeah. And you go there and you get drunk and you watch Star Wars. It's, it's at the Hastings Gallery in Detroit on May the 4th. May be 4th, with you. be with you. That's right. And you can learn more details at spacedive313.com. So I'm going to probably check that out. Are you going to go to Space Dive? I might. I went uh, last year. You and Brownwood should go because you guys, you guys are good with the. Brownwood's great with the makeup. Brownwood's really good. Yeah, she's got the. She's got a whole her own little makeup thing, and we don't wear makeup on the Scott cast, so don't judge her. By that, it's not like we get any. She doesn't help us. She's too expensive. But she's just right for you. Sponsored by Brownwood. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, what did you go as? Did you go as like a... <clears throat> it was a kind of generic... I, It was a... Man, how was it a robe? I, it? I would say like kind of a gay Han Solo. A gay... <laughs> <laughs> so our, our listener in Bangladesh, who we talked about earlier, uh-huh. um, he, he brought me some things back from Bangladesh when he, when he came back to visit. Amongst these, a gay Han Solo uniform. He got me like a... It was like a, I don't, I think it was cotton, I don't really know. But there's like this light fabric that they wear over there because it's hot as fuck all the time. But it had like sequins around the collar and it was like pink. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm never going to wear this really. <laughs> but I wore it to this thing and then I had like a 
kind of the Han Solo vest and just yeah, <laughs> Han Solo. It looks it looks spacey. The Millennium Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what I did. Okay. I'm thinking, I'm thinking like the best thing to go. I need to, I need to get myself a brown robe. If it was a if it was a Lord of the Rings style party like that, I would go as uh, just Gandalf because I have a gray robe and I would just not shape for a few days. There you go. I'm young Gandalf the Grey, <laughs> wearing a bathrobe. So I'm gonna try to go to that, and that's a May the Fourth thing. So I need more events to go to. Mm-hmm. If you if you have any events you want the Scott Cast take on, for me to come and bring it in, mean perhaps Ian even. I could send Ian out as a field reporter. We'll get we'll get some exclusive on the scene Scott Cast takes and some live events. My, my John Waters action's coming up. That's right. So, yeah, your John Waters is coming up before May the 4th. Yeah. So I have an internet friend. Yeah. Do you have any internet friends? Have you had any internet friends? Not for a while. This is the kind of life I lead. I have an internet friend. We've been talking for a few years, and she lives in Prague now. Okay. And she was telling me the other day about these Eastern European traditions. And, like, to me, it sounded totally bizarre, but at the same time... I don't, and I don't know what this says about me, but I kind of wish they were here. I kind of wish these traditions were were a universal tradition. Yeah. They, well, there's a lot of Eastern Europeans in Hamtramck. That's true. So I'm going to be on the lookout. You may see some of this stuff. See if we can't celebrate it. But in Eastern Europe, what they do is, for good luck and, and for good health for women, the men will take this rod, this two, three-foot rod full of like willow sticks or something like that, and uh, whip girls in the butt and then pour a bucket of cold water over their head. And it's Easter, because it's Easter. Would you like that? Would you do that? Like, it's, it sounds really offensive to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it depends on, uh, guess, you know. Yeah, I don't know. What websites, what other dating websites <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the ladies are involved with, <laughs> I guess. I mean, uh... I don't know, like how does I don't how does something like this come about? Yeah. That's my question. We did a little bit of Wikipediaing, but all it did was confirm that these events happen. Because I didn't want to come on to the podcast and say Eastern Europeans whip their women in the butt for Easter without it being real. If that was something people are gonna do, I feel like consent is a huge issue there. It's between family uh, members. Like in like she was saying she was saying well, she was saying that oh but but it's also it's Thing, term of affection for a young man who might be a suitor. Mm-hmm. So a suitor might be like, Ooh, I, 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 I like that lady over there. She, yeah. she really tickles my fancy. I'm going to whip her and pour a bucket of cold water. <laughs> and, and maybe she'll think I'm, I'm the guy for her. Well, you know, maybe our, our friend on OkCupid... Okay could give this a try and yeah. get arrested. Yeah, you could either do two, one of two things. <laughs> Live an authentic life or get yourself one of them three-foot rods sold by the Eastern Europeans and a bucket of water. Don't actually do that, for God's sake. And if you do, make sure you donate to the ALS. <laughs> I think that one's worth including. Yeah. That was worth including. That, but Why am I picking on Eastern Europeans, you might ask? Why am I picking on the Easter tradition, you may ask? of Eastern Europeans because it's weird. (laughs) 
That's why. <laughs> I have a right to say that. This is Scott Cast, and you've made it 45 to 50 minutes through one of them. You should be a fan by now. Why aren't you? You should have exited out of this Scott Cast by now to sign up to become part of the Scott Cast Legion or sign up for audibletrial.com forward slash Scott Cast. Join the Legion. Stop watching Scott Cast right now and go to scottcast.com. No, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> go to scottcast.us and sign up for with your email so that I can send you messages to my legionnaires and send you on missions and stuff. Isn't that a brain disease, legionnaires? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> then sign up for audibletrial.com forward slash scottcast and help support scottcast by downloading a free book and canceling your subscription. You don't have to pay money then, but we get money. We're going to lose the Audible sponsorship immediately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. We'll see how long it lasts. <laughs> if I get one... Wait, we need... If I get two... If I get two Audible sponsorship, then that means Ian will get like five bucks. So if, you, if, you, if you're a real fan of Ian Dixon... Then sign up for audibletrial.com forward slash scottcast. Five bucks so I can uh, settle the debt with the uh, the Ganesh sticks. That's right. It's a chain that ultimately benefits me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm a super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as scottcast. I bid thee adieu.